Welcome back, everyone, to Raise the Apple. Spring training games have started. The Mets are back in action. We have some other MLB news regarding Mickey Calloway and Trevor Bauer. We have a free agency signing that has finally happened after what seemed like it was never going to happen. Let's dive right into it. So first of all, the free agency move was Jackie Bradley Jr. He finally has a home. He is heading to Milwaukee on a two-year deal worth $24 million with an opt-out after the first year. He will slot into the outfield, probably left field, with Lorenzo Cain in center and then Christian Yelich in right field. It probably will move Avisail Garcia onto the bench, and considering there's going to be no DH as of this morning in 2021, that is going to be a huge blow to certain teams like the Brewers, like the Mets. A lot of teams are going to get affected with the no DH. But after what seemed all offseason that he was getting no offers from literally anyone and everyone saying that the Mets should be on him, he could go back to Boston, he could be going to Houston, all this stuff, he finally has a home and he is going to Milwaukee. That NL Central is without a doubt probably the worst division in baseball. But realistically the Cubs I don't really know about the Cubs I'm not sold on their pitching but the Cubs the Cardinals and the Brewers are all going to be fighting for that division I think it comes down to the Brewers and Cardinals and like I said in my prediction video I give it to the Brewers just because I like the Brewers pitching better than I like the Cardinals pitching that very well could change Jordan Hicks is coming back for the Cardinals Andrew Miller will be back healthy a lot of things can change with that, but right now I still stand with I like the Brewers pitching a lot better than the Cardinals staff. Next going on off in Mets land, not really much. There's two updates that are indirectly related to the Mets. One of them kind of more directly related with Trevor Bauer and then the Mickey Calloway stuff, which we'll talk about. We'll talk about Mickey now, actually. The Mickey Calloway saga is just getting started this is a horrible horrible look for major league baseball so for those of you who still don't know mickey calloway was the pitching coach for the indian the cleveland indians then became the manager of the mets was there for two years and is currently well probably was current was the pitching coach for the los angeles angels over his time in Major League Baseball, Mickey Calloway has been accused of sexual misconduct, harassment of multiple women. He earned the nickname, apparently, that we're just finding out now, Dick Picnic. This is just, oh, this is awful. Awful news for baseball. And then you find out now that the Indians and the Mets, allegedly, and Major League Baseball itself knew about these allegations and kind of swept it under the rug, which is where the big problem starts. Because Mickey Calloway has been working in baseball all this time, and allegedly, again, I say allegedly because we don't, I don't know this to be fact. I'm just doing what I was reading, or telling you what I was reading. And if the league and all the, and these teams knew about it and slipped it under the rug, that's a huge problem you know and you can have all these teams saying they're going to be better and trying to prevent these issues from happening in the future but are they are they just saying that to save face or do they actually mean it this is 
uh, this is just a horrible look for baseball. And it, the only re- it gets, it's bad what Mickey did and what he's being and what's happened with all that. But it's even worse when it comes out that the league allegedly and the teams that he was with knew that that was going on and then didn't do anything about it. That makes it a million and one times worse than it needs to be. It's it's gosh it's just awful for major league baseball in a year that could potentially make or break baseball now you have the jared porter stuff you have mickey calloway now and dick pick mick it makes you wonder the one the the fear of not knowing excuse me is very real in this situation because it makes you wonder well all the league tried hiding this stuff from mickey it makes you wonder what else could they potentially be co- trying to cover up? There could very well be nothing. You know, I'm just, this is just me assuming, but it, or it just makes you think a little bit. Is there something worse that potentially happened that they're covering up? Is there something bigger or what, what else or who else? How many more are there? It's, there's definitely more people in sports that are like this that just haven't been caught yet. Which is scary to think about because it makes you wonder how many, how many more there are, how much worse it can be. It's just a very sticky, awful situation to be to have go on. That's really all I can say about it. But Mickey Calloway will probably no longer ever work in Major League Baseball again. And the reason these teams didn't come forward with it and why they covered it up is because he had a reputation of being a very good pitching coach. Which, assuming all this stuff is true, which it most likely is because we've seen screenshots of texts and all that stuff, which clearly shows that the teams were serving their own self-interest rather than the probably the ethical thing to do. But just because he was a good pitching coach doesn't mean he's exempt from being a terrible person. I mean, I stuck up for Mickey Calloway a lot. During his time with the Mets, I thought it was unfair the, that he got fired because the Mets were underperforming. But now I'm kind of feeling, feeling a, a little regretful, maybe, if you want to call it that. I don't know. Whatever you want to call it. But Mickey Calloway probably will not be working baseball again. A lot of people are saying, well, why hasn't he been fired yet? So the, law, the way the law works and Major League Baseball rules work and all that stuff is... It, it, that does factor at the end of the day. So Jared Porter admitted to doing that. That's why they were able to fire him immediately. Because Mickey Callaway denied it, that means they can only suspend him. They have to do an investigation per the rule, per Major League Baseball rules. Because he, de- he denied it, they have to give him an investigation before they can fire him. And he most likely will be fired. It's just, Like I've said before, it's just a matter of time. But... This is just an awful look, not only for Major League Baseball, but an awful look for sports because it's just going to raise the conversation of how many more people like this are there, more people are going to get exposed, and then you're going to have just a disaster unfolding right in front of you, which is awful to see happen. But that's pretty much all on Mickey Calloway. I don't want to say too much more about that. The last little bit is more Trevor Bauer news. So Trevor Bauer's agent, Rachel Lubo, went on Starting Nine, which is the Barstool Baseball podcast, 
which is very good. I love it a lot. I highly recommend you guys listen to it. Uh, but she did an interview, and they were talking about Trevor Bauer's free agency and all that stuff. So for those of you who don't remember, Trevor Bauer didn't. He was already not liked by a lot of Mets fans, but it kind of was cemented on the day he announced he was going to the Dodgers because everyone thought he was going to the Mets because of the merchandise leak on his website with the LFGM stuff and the I can't wait to pitch in New York and all that stuff. He had that stuff ready to go for every team. Like I said before, people don't realize how freaking smart Trevor Bauer is. He had everything planned out for every potential team he could go to, ready to go. It was leaked on accident. His agent found out it was leaked, texted Trevor, and said, hey, do you know this is going on? And he he was like, what the heck is this? He knew he, he was screwed. I mean, in the interview, Rachel Lubas, um, the direct quote I'm going to use, this is what she said in the interview. She said, or let me go back a little bit. Trevor said, so we get, or no, she said, so we get on the phone with him and he was just like, it's effing over, I'm done. Just call the Dodgers, it's done. It's going to be the other team, the Mets. And then she added to do, that Bauer did not want to disappoint the fan base after that mishap. She then added, I've known Trevor for a really long time and I just don't like, didn't, I just like didn't feel right about it. So I called him back. I said, listen, I need you to be honest with me. How you reacted just now, did that have anything to do with the merch thing going up and what just happened there? He was like, yeah, but I can't do that to a fan base. The decision has been made. Luba then explained how she suggested Bauer just go for a walk, leave his phone and contemplate what he was saying because she knew the quote life-changing decision he was making. After the walk of thought, Bauer returned and told Luba he wanted to go to the Dodgers. So because of that merch mishap, the Mets almost ended up with Trevor Bauer. And you could take it, you know, however you want it. You could take it as things happen for a reason. You could take it as good. We didn't want him anyway. No question, no matter what your thoughts of are of Trevor Bauer with his social media or his personality or whatever it is, he would have made the Mets rotation better. Obviously, the Mets' did, rotation got better either way because of the depth they added in Carlos Carrasco, Taiwan Walker, uh, Jordan Yamamoto, etc. But if the Bauer helped the Mets get a ring, I guarantee you all the people hating on him would be silent. I can almost guarantee it if Bauer helped the Mets get a ring. All of a sudden, all the haters go quiet when they help you win. That's the one thing that kind of annoys me in sports is when fans hate on a player they hate on him, hate on him, hate on him for whatever they did, whether it's off the field stuff, on the field stuff, whatever. And this is for all sports, not just baseball. And then they that player helps their team win a championship, and then all of a sudden they're not talking bad about that player anymore. You know, take the Yankees, for example. The Yankees haven't won a World Series since 2009. But Chapman gets in trouble for domestic violence allegations. Everyone hates him for it. Comes back. Helps the Yankees get to the ALCS the past however many years. No one's talking about his domestic abuse stuff anymore. All of a sudden, people magically forget when he helps their when he's helping your team win. And I'm not just saying that you know that's good or bad or whatever the case may be. That's your own opinion to draw up from that, or how you perceive that's your own thought process. But I guarantee you, if Bauer help the Mets win a ring, no one's talking about his social media, no one's talking about, oh, they think he's a jerk, all that stuff. 
But Bauer, again, almost went to the Mets because of it. I'm glad he went to the Dodgers because of that reason. I would not have wanted him because at the end of the day, he's also a person. He's also a human like us. He, you know, this is his job, but he also has a lot of other stuff to consider when making his job choice. Making a decision based on something like that, I understand his reasoning for wanting to do it because he doesn't want the fan base, a fan base to be mad at him for something like that, for a simple mistake. And because he already knows, I'm sure he already knows how people perceive him. I doubt he cares. But I wouldn't have I wouldn't have wanted him to make a decision based on that. I don't think that would have been if he made if he went to the Mets and then it came out that that was why he went to the Mets. That would not have been a very good look on him. That would not have that just would not have been a good look. But at the end of the day, Bowers with the Dodgers. If he made the made the right decision, that's his. You know, that's on him. I he probably did, but. You know, mistakes do happen. That's the end of the day. We have to remember that. Everyone does make mistakes. This was just an unfortunate one that got a lot of attention. But mistakes do happen, unfortunately. And then it's just the way the... I don't know. I don't like the way the media has handled the whole Trevor Bauer stuff. I, I think they've treated him very unfairly. I know he's had a history on social media of being mean to people and very being very mean and hateful to especially women on social media he has apologized for that stuff he has i get um he he has moved on from that but people seem to forgive and forget but only when it fits their own agenda Again, like I brought up Aroldis Chapman, no one's talking about Aroldis Chapman ha- having domestic abuse allegations anymore from, what was it, probably, f- no, he's with the Cubs, it was just after the Cubs, Cubs going to the Yankees, I believe, so three or four years ago, you have that, no one's talking about that anymore. You have Trevor Bauer um, being, like, being a, I'm trying to think of the right word, being an asshole, pardon my language to a one a woman on social media and sending his followers after her and all that stuff. And people are still talking about that, and that was a couple years ago as well. You can't pick and choose which player you continue to harp on for their issues in the past or present, whatever the case may be. If you're going to give crap to one player for it, for the, no matter what they did, you have to be that, you have to keep it consistent. You can't pick and choose which player you give hate to, which player you don't give hate to. If they do something stupid off the field or on the field, and I use stupid there, I mean, obviously, I'm not comparing, you know, PEDs or something to domestic violence. They're two completely separate issues. One is heavily more serious than the other. But just, you understand what I'm saying. It's stu- it, No matter how, what they did, no matter how stupid or irresponsible it was, you can't say, oh, I'm mad at you for doing this, but for at this time, but you also did some this at this time, but I'm, st- I'm not going to be mad at you for it, but I'm going to be mad at you for that. It's the lack of consistency that the media has shown, that people have shown. They're always going to be like that, and it's sad it's upsetting that that's the case but that's again we're getting a little off topic so that's a rant for another day but 
that's pretty much going to wrap it up. The Mets had their first spring training game on SNY on Monday. So much fun to see Gary Keith and Ron back in the booth. Marcus Stroman was perfect for two innings. He was out there doing his uh, messing up timing and doing his swagger and all that, which is awesome to see. The Mets got off and running thanks to a Jeff McNeil home run. And then Albert Almora, who's fighting for a roster spot, also homered in that game. Lots of good going around. A lot of uh, young guys in camp. Brett Beatty and Pete Crow Armstrong, Matthew Allen are all in big league camp. Uh, considering they did not have a debut minor, they were all draft picks of the Mets last year, but the Mets did not have a minor league season last year. So they are getting their shot at big league camp so the Mets can kind of see what they got, which is awesome to see. And then they're also there, like they're sending Matthew Allen around with Jacob deGrom basically to like just, they're like, here's Jacob deGrom, you stick with him, you learn from him. Which tells me the Mets think very highly of Matthew Allen, which is a good thing in terms of the future. So a lot to be excited about with the Mets. Opening day is getting closer and closer each day. Spring training is underway. We had some bad stuff with Mickey Callaway, unfortunately, but you know, things, I don't want to say things happen, but we, they will figure it out. Justice will be, will happen. Everything will be okay. So, but that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Raise the Apple podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe down below. Make sure you subscribe if you're listening on Apple podcasts and Google podcasts and check over to my second channel, the Now or Never show, now spelled N-A-U, the Now or Never show for uh, by daily, is that even a word? By daily episodes, uh, I'm gonna make it a word. By daily episodes on everything going on in the sports world, make sure you check that out and uh, subscribe over there. And I'll catch you guys in the next one. Let's go, Mets.